What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back to the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube for the latest episode of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones. And coming up on today's episode, the Broncos are back on the road tomorrow as they head to Detroit to face the Lions on Saturday night. We'll hear today from head coach Sean Payton, all three coordinators, and a cornerback, Pat Sertan. Plus, Broncos lead writer Eric Delala joins the show for a game preview. All that and more coming up. The Denver Broncos hit the road tomorrow as they head to Detroit for a Saturday night matchup versus the Lions. We heard today from head coach Sean Payne as he talked about the Lions offense and what his impressions are of that unit. Good offense has that balance and these guys obviously commit to running the ball well and, and the ability then off play action or drop back. So um, it's not just one thing, you, you, you know, in other words, um, somehow or another, you have to affect the quarterback, number one. Um, because there are enough weapons when you look at the runner, the runners, the tight end, the receiver. Um, and then number two, you know, you, your early down efficiency, getting to those third downs that are more favorable, uh, I think. Um, so it's it's not one thing, and it's not like an easy thing. But um, but you have to have some mixed looks. These guys do a great job of packaging plays at the line of scrimmage. and They'll have a menu of three or four different plays. He'll run a shift, and then you'll see golf reset and kind of signal what play he wants based on the information he's seeing defensively. So it's a little cat and mouse game. Plus, defensive coordinator Vance Joseph spoke about the Lions' run game and what this defense needs to do to stop it. So it's, it's a run-first offense. Uh, it's an offense that has an experienced quarterback. You know, if the play-action pass is working, it's, it's tough to stop them. You know, they have two good backs in Montgomery and Gibbs. They both can hit home runs in a run game, and they have a good tight end and a good receiver. So that's NFL football. You know, every week it's the same. It's a quarterback, it's receivers, it's running game, it's pass game. So for us, it's it's about us doing things right and and uh, you know tackling and and coverage, playing great leverage and taking the ball away. That's our formula to win. And both head coach Sean Payton and Vance Joseph talked about how the defense has been so effective on third down situations and what the key to that has been. I would say it starts with the ability to. Speed the clock up. You know, if, if the quarterback, when we all used to play football in the streets, you know, we'd have three Mississippi or four Mississippi rush, or I'm not sure. But if you can get it to two and a half Mississippi, in other words, you know, he's having to get rid of the ball quicker. Obviously, that that helps the back end. So between the coverage on the back end and then the, the ability to beat the clock up for the quarterback just doing it right you know and you know being exact in our responsibilities and the pass rush is is, is pretty good with a mixture of pressure um, it, it's it's a combination of things but it's really just doing things right and and having guys who can really cover you know and that's that's the key on third downs cornerback pastor tan also spoke to the media today and talked about where he feels like the defense is at right now we're not even close to our best i believe um there's still a lot to improve on a lot to work on as a defense and we all know that we all know there's a little bit left in the tank and you know when we got that mentality and that mindset um, a lot of great things could happen going forward. He also went on to talk about the areas they can improve on. Just uh, finishing all four quarters um, being a dominant defense um, to the whistle blows you know what I mean so I'm um, just having that same tenacity from the start to the finish I think that's what's key and I feel like communication could be a little better but you know sometimes you know you could end up in the right spot and communication go out the window but um I just think communication and just finishing. Offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi talked today about how the Lions have taken on head coach Dan Campbell's mentality as a team. I know Dan very well, and we were 
his office was right next to mine in New Orleans for five years. So you can just see, you know, what, what you see from him in the press conferences and, you know, that toughness and grit and sense of humor. I mean, that's, that's who he is all the time. And so you can see that this team has really taken his personality on, the toughness, the grit. Now it's time to take a look at this week's final injury report. Outside linebacker Nick Bonito and tight end Greg Dulcich both did not participate in practice today and have been ruled out of Saturday's game. Plus, outside linebacker Jonathan Cooper, safety P.J. Locke, and tight end Chris Manhurts were all limited. P.J. Locke received a questionable status for Saturday's game. And guard Quinn Miners and running back Samaje P. Ryan were both full participants. Now joining me here in the Broncos podcast studio for a game preview is Broncos lead writer Eric Delale. Eric, thanks for joining me today. We got a big one this Saturday. Yes, it's exciting. Prime Very time. exciting. I've never been to Detroit either. I'm excited to see Ford Field. That's... Uh... I have two stadiums left on my list. This is one of them? This is one of them, so it's big. Wow, that's really big. What's the other one? Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, we're not going there for a yeah, while. Six more we went years, back in so. 2020. Yeah. Or we so, were there in 2020. Um, we'll see what happens. All right. Well, I'm glad you're checking one of the two off. Eric, you know, we just finished looking at the injury report. Uh, Nick Bonito and Greg Dulcich, they've both been ruled out. P.J. Locke, he is listed as questionable heading into the matchup. So, you know, who do you expect to step up for Bonito? And then for P.J. Locke, you know, what will it mean if he's not able to go? Yeah. Um, starting with Bonito, obviously mm-hmm. you saw Jonathan Cooper and Baron Browning, the two starters of that position, play yep. well. Um, Drew Sanders has seen increased time at outside linebacker here. Uh, in recent weeks, yeah. obviously, he got some snaps there against the Chargers. And then I, I think after that, we'll, we'll just kind of have to see what happens. Um, the Broncos mm-hmm. waived Ronnie Perkins on uh, Thursday. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see kind of what they do at outside linebacker. Obviously, there's ways around that, depending on how you want to bring pressure, yeah. um, what you want your front to look like, that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. obviously, Nick Benito will be missed. But I think Jonathan Cooper and Baron Browning have, have played well. Mm-hmm. Um, been really critical to this team's success, and um, I would expect that to continue. P.J. Locke, um, hopefully he's able to go. I think particularly from a run defense standpoint, he's been great in terms of his ability to, to fly up to the ball. I think about a couple of times against Cleveland where he was near the line of scrimmage making plays on either uh, rushing attempts or short passes. So if he's able to go, that would be a huge boost for this Denver defense. If not, you know, maybe you're looking at Delarian Turner yell. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we've seen JL Skinner get any game time, but obviously he could be an option as well. Um, but you know, we'll have to see, obviously that's one to watch here as we get closer to Saturday night. Absolutely. Eric, you mentioned the run defense. I know uh, defensive coordinator Vance Joseph, he spoke earlier in the show about needing to stop the run. How do you think that unit will fare going up against this Lions uh, run game? That's been really effective. Yeah, they're, they're really good. Yeah. Um, you know, both Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery are near the top of the league in terms of all-purpose yards. Uh, they run the ball effectively, and it kind of sets up their whole offense in terms of play action, throwing it down the field to mm-hmm. Sam Laporta. You know, that's what they do best. They want to control the time of possession. They want to, um, you know, stack the carries and make it so it's hard to get off the field, get those thirds and shorts. In a lot of ways, it's it's similar to what Denver wants to do offensively, Right. right. Um, and they're really good at it. And you look at some of these top rushing teams and the Lions are right up there with anybody. Um, and it makes everything go, like I mentioned. I think the key will be if you can stop them from a, uh, you know, from running the ball effectively, from getting in these second and short, third and shorts, yeah. then you have the opportunity, I think, to bring some pressure on third and long, um, keep them out of 
clear play action scenarios and just enforce them to drop back and throw the ball. That's when maybe you can bring some blitzes, get to Jared Goff. He struggled a little bit against the blitz mm -hmm. this year, um, particularly in recent weeks. So you've got to start there in terms of getting them in pure passing situations. But you're right, Sid. If, and Vance Joseph has said this. Justin Simmons has said this. If you cannot stop the run against this team, it's going to be a long day because it sets up every single thing they do. Mm -hmm. um, they're getting, you know, a couple of their offensive linemen are listed as questionable, but they were full participants on Thursday, so it looks like they could yeah. go. So they're getting a little healthier up front, which will mm -hmm. not make it any easier on this right. Denver defense. But, you know, th we've seen an improvement, right? It's still not perfect, about 120 yards rushing mm -hmm. allowed per game since week seven for the Broncos. And right. Detroit averages, I believe, 130, around 135, 140 per game. So they're a good rushing team. Um, but earlier in the season, it was it was up near 170, 180. And certainly we saw teams go over 200 rushing yards against the Broncos. So it's gotten a lot better. They're still, I think, working on it. And, and one of the things that Vance Joseph mentioned was, was tackling when you have a chance. I don't think um, this is a game where you can let a guy, if you have a, an opportunity to tackle him on the edge, mm -hmm. you can't miss that tackle and let him get you know, five, six, seven more yards for sure. um, or worse, break into the second level and um, break it for a big one. You've got to, the first guy there has got to be able to make that tackle mm -hmm. and then people have to swarm to the ball. Um, maybe a couple of tackles for loss that put, puts the lions behind the chains. Right. Um, certainly they're not impossible to stop, but if, if they're running the ball, well, it becomes a lot more difficult to get them off the field. For sure. Eric, Pat Sertan said something today that kind of stuck out to me. He was asked about kind of the evolution of this defense and where they're at right now. And he said they're not even close to being at their best, which, you know, given how much success they've had recently outside of kind of the run defense, like you just mentioned, what's the next step for them, you think? Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of uh, unreal to think about. If that's actually, right. if, if that's true, that they can be a lot better, um, that's spectacular because mm -hmm. they're already allowing fewer than 16 points a game since week seven. Um, they forced all these turnovers, right? Um, third down defense, best in the league. Right. So they're playing really good football. So let's <laughs> um, let's not discount that. No, for sure. I do think this is the time of year where you've got to continue to play at that level and play well against, um, you know, high level offenses. Mm -hmm. um, if there's some things to clean up, you know, against Houston, we saw the big plays hurt them a little bit. Yeah. Um, the run defense certainly, I think, could be a little bit better. And, and then Pat talked about being good at all times and, um, you know, not allowing teams to get back in games or not allowing teams late in the game to have success. And I think actually they've been better at that this year than they have in a lot of other years, even when this defense was really good. I think you yeah. saw a tendency, you know, when the Broncos would, would get a big touchdown on offense and, and finally, you know, get a lead or, or tie it up or whatever, the defense would immediately allow a score. And I, mm -hmm. we saw that a couple of times last year, right? Yeah. I think, yeah. um, you know, Tennessee game that happened where the Broncos get a big score and immediately the Titans go down the field. We saw it in Baltimore where they play great all game, but then the last drive of the game, not able to get a stop. Right. So um, I, I think they've actually been better there, but continuing to just have that success across um, all four quarters and particularly, I think, starting fast, ending strong. Um, and, you know, the Broncos offensively have done well in kind of that middle eight where they've scored right before the half. But um, yeah, you know, there's not a ton for this defense, I think, to, to improve on. But, but if there's a few minor things, it's it's the big plays, it's yeah. the consistency, and, and maybe in the run game. Definitely.
You know, Eric, there's been a lot of talk this week just about Lions head coach Dan Campbell and how the team really reflects who he is, what his mentality is, his grittiness. So looking at his defense specifically, you know, how do you think Russell Wilson and company will fare going up against them? Yeah, they're they're tough, right? And mm-hmm. I think the whole team continues to to fight, and, and they're not going to give in. We've seen a couple times right. recently where they've been behind by quite a bit and have continued to fight right. and stay in the game. So, uh, you know, even if you jump ahead early, I don't think this is a game where you can just assume – um, they're going to lay down and it's going to be over. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, defensively, there might be a little bit of an opportunity for the Broncos to take advantage. Um, this defense has struggled in recent weeks yeah. since week 10. They're near the bottom of the league mm-hmm. in scoring defense, yardage, um, sacks, um, t- takeaways forced. So, you know, it's possible that the Broncos could find some success. Detroit's dealt with a few injuries that have been impactful on the defensive mm-hmm. side of the ball. Uh, but, I, you know, couple of things. One, it's key, I think, for the Broncos to start fast offensively, certainly on the road in a hostile environment. Um, sure. If if you can avoid falling behind, I think you've got a really good chance to uh, to be in this game right till the end and find a way to, to pull the upset on the road. I think back to Houston and the Broncos second through fourth quarter were probably the better team, but they just they dug themselves too big of a hole in the first quarter and did yeah. not play well. And it, they couldn't come back from it. And so that can't happen in Detroit. Detroit has been a slower starting team here, particularly in recent weeks. Um, against Chicago, they were able to initially come back and then ended up losing the football game. But um, when they played Chicago in Detroit, that was a big issue. They, they ultimately won the football game, but gave uh, Chicago a big lead. Um, Green Bay, the same thing when they played over Thanksgiving. So if this Denver offense, which has been good on first drives of the game, yeah. uh, if they're able to score, uh, even if it's a field goal, but uh, you know, obviously a touchdown is great. I think that puts you in a good position to succeed. And then that also, you know, we just talked about the Broncos defense, but if the Lions are behind, it's harder for them to stick with that running attack, especially right. if you stop it early. And so if they have to start throwing the ball, um, dropping back to pass, that plays into, I think, what the Broncos do well defensively. But mm-hmm. it's got to start on offense, starting fast, scoring points, um, and getting ahead of this team on the road. For sure. Yeah, Eric, you mentioned earlier, we're back in prime time. You know, with the Lions sitting at 9-4, and four, you know, what, what do you think a win would just mean over this team? Yeah, I think, well, one, it helps your playoff chances right. drastically and um, probably need to go three and one down the final four games. Mm-hmm. Every uh, one of these playoff predictors kind of shows that. Mm-hmm. But if you get this one, one, you buy yourself a little wiggle room down the stretch down here. The stretch, yeah. You keep your division hopes alive. Right. You know, Sean Payton said this week, hey, we're one game back in the division. We're mm-hmm. focused on that. And if if you can win this game, um, suddenly those hopes I don't know if they're likely, but certainly they become uh, realistic. realistic and yeah. uh, if the Chiefs falter in a division game down the stretch here, mm-hmm. uh, the Broncos would would be in really good position there. So uh, it helps your playoff odds. It helps the division race. Um, even if you end up in the wild card race, certainly this changes a win like this would would potentially change your seating. It gives you some wiggle room, all those things. Yeah. But I also think it sends a message um, to a lot of people what this Broncos team is capable of. And I know I know people Absolutely. are taking the Broncos seriously now as mm-hmm. a playoff team potentially, but you still don't hear a lot about them as contenders, you know, to, yeah. to win the AFC or to, you know, go to the AFC championship or something along those lines. Yeah. And I think if you go to Detroit and beat a nine-win Lions team, mm-hmm. NFC North leading team mm-hmm. at home, um, 
seven wins in your last eight games, have beaten teams like the Bills, like the Chiefs, right. like the Browns. I think people start looking at this team differently, especially because it's in prime time. And listen, it doesn't really matter how people look at you. It's still the same team right. either way. But but this team is playing really so. good football, and I think that recognition uh, would be well-deserved if they're able to to get this win and, and you'd uh, – You'd get a victory against a really good football team. Mm-hmm. Well, really looking forward to it. Eric, appreciate you joining the show today. You got it, Sid. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in. Hope to see you all in Detroit this Saturday. But if not, I'll meet you right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube on Monday following the game. I'll see you all then.